Hello, welcome to my podcast. My name is Tomi Rotimi. You already know who I am, but if you don't know, I run a fashion label here in Nigeria called Exclamations. I have been running this brand for the past 17 years, so I think I know a thing or two. Today is Friday. Yes, so we are having a bit of a bonus episode today. Um, we tackled the issue on increasing prices yesterday and if you follow me on instagram we just finished uh, dear fashion entrepreneur dear fashionpreneur series where um i did promise that i was going to um kind of um teach a little bit about some of the strategies i have used in introducing new designs to the market so that is why i am doing this on a friday i'm also trying to make up for not having the podcast two weeks ago i'm still trying to bottle you up (laughs) so let's let's call it even after today right so let's go right into it um in that particular episode of the sorry not episode sorry in that particular series Um, I talked about a mentee that I had who um, attempted to introduce a new range, a new line, um, which represented a new point of view in her, to her brand and to her customers and how it was resisted. And, you know, she was really quite excited about this new collection. It was something that reflected her own personal style and something she had received a lot of compliments on when she wore and so she built a whole collection around this point of view but her customers were not used to it they had boxed her into a particular product category and they wanted her to stay there they wanted her to keep playing safe and you know her introducing this new collection was her own attempt at you know bringing in new fresh ideas into her business but the customers resisted it they didn't like it it didn't sell um, at the end of the day she was able to sell a few of them on sale at a very discounted rate and she more or less gave away the rest and that kind of scarred her you know so she felt you know what i'm going to kind of just stay on the lane i've been put and she quoted um the saying that you know give the customers what they want you know and just just do what the customer wants give them what they're ready to pay for and keep it moving and so after that she more or less you know decided not to be as innovative as she would have liked and um, she was quite happy with that conclusion you know so this is my reaction to that i didn't agree with her conclusion I thought it was sad, actually, that she allowed one attempt at innovation to discourage her. Um, And maybe if she had known how to do it, strategies to introduce a new point of view, a new range, a completely new range to your customers or to your brand, maybe she wouldn't have given up so easily or wouldn't have interpreted her customer's reaction the way she did. So anyway, that is the premise of this episode. So it's not like it's so urgent, but I did promise that I was going to do this on the Instagram page. So that's why I'm doing it. 
so this is me um trying to teach some of the strategies i have used when introducing a new collection so first of all my mentee is right to an extent the customer has a space for you in her wardrobe it's allowed her to be organized and to be focused it also allows you to know the role you play in your customer's life so i am not suggesting that you are all over the place being all things to your customer no However, the customer is always constantly looking for something new, something fresh. And the customer is also kind of stuck in the rut, like we we all are, most of us are. We are used to a particular style and we just stick to it. If you're like me, if you find a pair of shoes, for instance, that works, you can honestly get the same shoes in five different colors. So we all do it we all pigeonhole our vendors our brands and you know we kind of say to them okay this is your role this is what you're supposed to do and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that the customer is always always looking for something new whether or not they know it the important thing is to understand how the customer thinks Understand, you know, that the customer is also a creature of habit. And then you try to manage that. So, if you are going to introduce new new pieces to the customers, you have to be patient with the customer. And you have to be a little bit strategic as well. So, whenever I want to introduce a new point of view, which is something I have done quite a bit in the last... 10 years, five years in particular, only the first thing I do is I create a story around this new piece, even before introducing it. One of the most important things about design is for there to be a connection. You want your customer to connect with this design or this new range even before it lands. So I create a story around the design. I tell the customer what inspired it. I ease her into it gradually. I show her what this design represents to me, what it means to me, right? So creating a story around a new collection helps the customer connect with it on an emotional level, you know? This is very, very important because we are all creatures of our emotions. If you can connect with the customer emotionally, then you can really inspire her to make a sale, you know, to make a purchase. So that's one strategy which um, I have used and which has really worked. I create a story around a design, create an emotion around this design, and I feed that to the customer. My aim is to make her connect with that design emotionally. So let me give an, because I really want this to be practical. So let me give an example. When I introduce a um, jumpsuit, one of my very, very popular jumpsuits, it's called the Labu jumpsuits. It's hugely popular. It's still selling 
all over my platforms till today and it was a real departure from my usual style when I introduced it. Um, it wasn't a an instant hit as people would think. But one of the things I did to kind of ease people into it was to create the story behind the design. Um, create the story behind my even coming up with the design. I fed that to the customer and I also started to create stories around, you know, um, what I wanted the design to do and what it was doing for me. It is a design, for instance, that, you know, hides the multitude of sins, like people say. Um, and so I also fed that to the customer on how this design is, you know, how this design, you know, can help you feel more confident, how this design flatters the body, how the design, you know, is, um, you know, clearly something that is classic and always relevant to your wardrobe. I created all these stories. I built even personalities around it. And I constantly sip this into all my platforms, both my WhatsApp messages and even on Instagram. You know, I, I just put it in there. People started to connect with this design on an emotional level. You know, I mentioned how it's work if you're pregnant because of the silhouette, you know. So I built all these stories, built characters around it, and I fed it gradually. So I found out that people who came for it first had kind of already connected with this piece on an emotional level. One of the ways you can also connect a design on an emotional level is the christening. You guys know I'm big on christening designs. So I christen design, I give it a name. And that in itself helps people to connect with it because it almost feels like a personality of its own. So um, that is very important that you you help the customer connect with this new piece on an emotional level. That's number one. Number two, I, I suggest styling options for this design early. Now this is such a... A huge move one of the things that intimidates your customers is not knowing how to style a piece they are used to styling their usual wardrobe staples you know they know exactly what to do but when they see a piece which is so foreign so out there one of the first things that gets to them is how do I wear it how do I wear it they don't know how to style it and that is very intimidating even for the most adventurous of us so one of the things I do is I want to demystify this design you know I want them to identify with it so I immediately start suggesting styling options for this piece and you know what thank God for social media Thank God for these social media platforms. They really allow you to create um, campaigns, even if it's mini campaigns, and to reach your customers. You know, like before, when that would be very difficult. So take advantage of these platforms. So one of the things I do is I suggest styling options. And when I'm doing these styling options, I usually pick either myself or a model that is relatable. To show off this styling options so consider what is most relatable to your customers in terms of the style the, the size as well as the personality of the model you may be using 
So when I am suggesting styling options, I make sure that I style these pieces in such a way that the customer can really relate. And I style them with pieces that I believe my customer already has in her wardrobe. So I'm styling them with the classic black pump or with a pair of stickers or with a long necklace or with a belt, a white belt. You know, I style it creatively, but I also style it in such a way that the customer can identify with. Something that would at least pique her curiosity that, you know what, if she can do it, maybe I can. Suggesting styling options really helps a customer to ease into a design. Um, she would see herself in the model if you pick a model that is at least relatable enough. You know, so that's another way that I have used to introduce um, new designs. And this strategy works. In fact, it's huge. I did this recently with my Working Girl campaign. If you follow me on Instagram, my business page is exclamations. You would see, um, if you, you know, scroll down and look at my past posts, you will see one of our campaigns called the Working Girl Campaign. And that campaign was really about styling. It was really about styling. Most of the pieces I suggested in that campaign were not necessarily new pieces, but they were pieces I wanted to style in new ways so that the customer could really identify with it and could see new ways of wearing it and that that campaign was in fact one of our most successful campaigns of the year it was amazing and a lot of people came into the store to buy some of the pieces that we styled um you know they are staples with you know so there's a jumpsuit for instance called the easy jumpsuit which we have been selling for the past two years fantastic easy to wear jumpsuit we paired this with a new piece that we had just designed called the Kara bodysuit. And most people who had gotten the um, easy jumpsuit came back to the store to get the Kara bodysuit because of the way we had styled it. If I had just put that in the store, you know, people probably not buy them together. So that is the power of styling. It's suggestive and, you know, it also demystifies a new design and allows people to be less intimidated by it. So that's it. Um, a third strategy that I have used in introducing a new design is I introduce it cheap. Yes, I know this is a lazy way, but it is also an effective way. So sometimes another thing that intimidates customers with new designs is the price. New designs are usually pricey, you know, just by virtue of the fact that they are new. Um, so sometimes when people come in and they find out that this design is so new, so novel, and then it's expensive, they're like, ah, you know what, I can't spend all this much on an experiment. So sometimes what I do is, at the beginning of the design, of the sampling process, um, when I'm still trying to get the customer to get used to this idea, I price it a little bit low. And what I'm hoping would happen is that the customer would kind of you know be ready to make a small investment on this design even if it won't break her bank you know she might just be like you know what this doesn't cost too much let me just try it out and what i expect to happen is as she tries it out and she likes it you know she's spreading the gospel of this design the more people who are wearing the piece out there you know the the more people who would be referred 
to the brand and come in and get it as well and then it goes on and on so that's the strategy i have used and you know i have introduced a design keep and i have increased it as demand went up you know to a price that is a little bit more um it that is it to a price that you know is more appropriate for this design you know but when i'm trying to get into the market get the customer to try on this piece you know sometimes i just introduce it at a cheap price and you know i find that people are willing to you know consider the design if it doesn't cost them too much um number four sometimes i don't introduce a full-blown collection when i'm trying to ease a customer into a new point of view so if it's a completely new point of view i sample it for a little bit longer and i don't introduce an entire collection of it so within a collection i might have one or two of this you know totally out of my usual pieces you know so i won't bring in a 10 piece collection i'll bring maybe a two piece just a capsule you know because i'm still trying to test it now you have to be committed to the sampling process the testing process you know because it is important that you manage your resources so um i don't introduce a whole range i introduce maybe two and as people get used to it i start to expand that range until a point where that range has more or less sold itself and then i build a collection you know so that's what i do really when i introduce a piece it goes through a sampling process um and that sampling process allows my customer to um, give feedback on this piece and allows them to try it on allows me also to tweak the design somewhat if it is not something that my customer is buying into i might go back to the drawing board tweak it a little bit bring it back there are some designs that have been tweaked so much that they've almost become a different design at the end of the sampling process you know but it allows me to get feedback from the customer so if i do just a two-piece for instance but i still have some of the staples that my customer is used to and knows me for she at least is not going to run away from the brand so she would come in she would try on her regulars and then maybe she would try this one one as well um another good another good tip is to offer it as a bundle with your staples some other thing that i do so if i have a staple I could say to the customer, buy this one for this price and then get the other one, you know, for slightly less, you know. So anything to just make the customer even try it on, you know. So that is another strategy that has helped me not to introduce a whole collection and to also make it part of, you know, a bundle with a design that um, people are used to. So the point is to introduce your new designs that are totally out there totally different you know introduce it alongside with um you know the silhouettes and collection that your customer may be used to all right um where are we now i believe we are number six another strategy that i use in introducing an all new design is to build a campaign around it you know this is a bit expensive but what this does which i believe is awesome is by putting this new design out there 
you are also calling out to new people. You know, all these other strategies I've mentioned has really about feeding your existing tribe, your existing database with this all new piece. But one of the things that one of the things that um, new designs does for you is to help you reach out to a new tribe to new people people who would otherwise not buy from you people who don't know your brand or people who you know may not have identified with your old style but you'll be able to attract them with this completely new style this is a great way to expand your tribe Um, and so sometimes what i do is when i have this all new idea all new concepts I build a campaign, I introduce it to the market with a campaign. It's a little bit more expensive, but it is very effective in introducing your brand to a new set of people and to, you know, even your existing customers now see this piece in a new light, you know, because of your campaign. I do this practically with every single campaign I do. I introduce something very new. Um, and it works for me all the time. And I think this is the reason why my brand has a very diverse um, customer base. We have a very diverse customer base in terms of personality types, in terms of age, in terms of um, profession. You know, we have um, a very diverse customer base. And the reason really is because Anytime we launch a design with a new campaign, we are always deliberate about trying to, you know, reach out to new people. So people who may not have been on our radar before suddenly, you know, understand that we are more than just this other thing that they knew us for. And, you know, they come in to try out this piece that, that you know, that we are, we, we are making so much noise about. And, you know, what is always interesting to me is that, in my opinion, you know, a design is not unique in itself. It's really about the way it is branded and styled. So, if somebody who is young and eclectic and fashion forward and adventurous tries on a little black dress... It gives a completely different vibe from when somebody who is conservative and classic and maybe a bit older tries on the same black dress. Both of them will appeal to two different people, even though it is the same dress. And that's what campaigns do, right? And that's why I really encourage you to do campaigns. You know, no matter how small your modest, your budget may be, you know, I, I really advise you to do campaigns. And it's a fantastic way to introduce a new point of view to a new market and even to your existing market. But more importantly, you really do want a diverse customer base. That for me is my, um, I'll, I'll say it's one of the secrets to my success. The fact that my business does not depend on a a small sector, you know, small network of people. You know, we have a really diverse 
customer base. And because we have a really diverse customer base, it allows me to explore different sides to my creativity as well. Because I have different people I can introduce them to. You know, if I want to do caftans, I know the people who I'm introducing them to. If I want to do nice flirty day dresses, I know the people I'm introducing them to. If I want to do classic staples, you know, I have the people I'm introducing them to, you know. So campaigns are huge for me in introducing a new point of view. Um, I think that is it for today. There are other strategies, but these are some of the ones that I have used um, in, in the most recent past. And they work for me all of the time, all of the time. And I really like you to try them out. But more importantly, I do not want you to be discouraged. I want you to constantly explore your creativity. That is so important in business. And that is particularly important in the business of fashion. Do not be deceived by the success, you know, financial gains you are making with this, your singular point of view. It is something that um, if you are not careful, if your customers get bored with you, Somehow, if your customers um, get bored with you and decide to try something new, they will move very quickly, very, very quickly. But if they know you as a brand who is dynamic and always, you know, bringing in new things, they will still look to you for the new point of view. And that is something I am so grateful for in my business. I've had people, you know, within my tribe, within my customer base, evolve with me you know and i think that is so powerful they start off with me with a particular style and they stay with me even as they transition and explore new styles because they know me as a brand that is also constantly you know trying out new things so they don't want to go through the hassle of you know starting this relationship with yet another brand again if my design philosophy, philosophies remain the same, which mean, which for me are that my designs are more or less simple, comfortable, easy to wear and accessible, you know, and are also well-made and high quality. My customer doesn't want to compromise any of these, but within that, she wants to always have the option to explore new um, sides of herself and you know evolve as well i want to be a brand that goes on that journey with her right so i need you to also be that kind of brand i don't want her to leave me because she's trying to evolve you know which is what happens with a lot of brands you kind of have to leave them if you want to evolve let that don't let that be you be that brand that somehow can embrace her evolution all right okay so that is it for today i hope you enjoyed this friday edition this bonus edition i have thoroughly enjoyed it and i really hope you consider some of the strategies that i have suggested and um, use them in introducing new designs to your customers even if they are not well received initially i don't want you to kind of um, cringe and you know go back into your old ways i want you to be to constantly try new things and constantly explore new sides of creativity and that is it that is it that is it we're done for today please um 
go ahead and share this episode with your friends and your network and um, i will be back on thursday so this time we're back on thursday um and um, i look forward to tackling another topic with you thank you so so very much for listening happy designing speak to you soon bye